The following is a fourth hand production. Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's a Venusian! That's definitely a blue avian! No, you idiots! It's gray! <laughs> you dumb bastards! It's the Dromedon! Silly meat sacks, you need to learn one alien from another. Luckily, we are here to teach you. This week we break out our intergalactic Audubon Society membership cards as we talk alien races on Hysteria 51. They say, I'm disturbed. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread. I think we're getting into a weird area here. Will you tell these fools I'm not crazy? crazy. This hysteria. You can't handle the truth. Brain is gone. This is Hysteria 51. The truth is out there. It's a lie. But you won't find it here. They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome in, Hysteria Nation, to the podcast that loves all of the alien races equally. Except whatever E.T. is. That little dude is up to something. This is Hysteria 51. E.T. Phone home. Who's he calling, and, and what do they really want with the Earth? What are these little brown bastards doing? I don't know, but it wouldn't be the first time they screwed with things. I mean, look at the chaos they cause in the Galactic Republic. You know they're Sith, at least for sensitive. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> their metachlorians are, are pretty high. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's all these bicycles go flying. Yeah. <laughs> well, I couldn't agree more. Uh, they're an advanced species that can build all of that technology, and yet they can't even open a container of potato salad easily. For all he knew, it was a nuclear device. That's a good point. <laughs> uh, suspicious to say the least yes. is for sure. Uh, but we are broadcasting Brent from the lower fourth dimension, otherwise known as Chicago. We are your hosts and intergalactic anthropologists, Brent Hand and John Goforth. Uh, 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 are you German? That's right, John. And today we are talking just like ET alien races. Who's who? What is what? And how the hell do they get around? Gravity warp drive, but how? Element 150. Huh. According to the X-Files, Bob Lazar was right. Who knew? I did. <laughs> that other voice you just heard is the third host of this show and the only member of the team to make a mean bagel that he won't share. <laughs> the one and only conspiracy bot. ENIAC probably told him. Hey, I need you to do me a favor. Make sure everybody knows that the bagels are for sales associates only. I built Seabot in my lab with spare computer parts and old kitchen appliances so he could help produce and edit the show. And instead, he drinks too much and annoys us while we actually work on the show. Want to hear me make the most annoying sound in the world? <clears throat> and that's enough Seabot for the day. <laughs> I'll make you a bagel, all right, with a side of editing entry cream cheese. <laughs> I feel like I feel like he was going to say something else there. That might have been a code word. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, Brent, tonight is about alien races. And while on an earlier episode we played Name That Alien, yeah. everyone's favorite new game show, <laughs> uh, tonight I thought we might take a look at our, our favorite alien races from pop culture. Not just pop culture. Also, you know, the real ones, John. The real ones. But first, let's talk pop culture. Because right. we all know, though... 
that's just us being drip fed the real crap that's out there so that when they show up, you know, we're just ready for it. So you're saying the xenomorphs are real. I'm saying that the predator is my favorite race because uh, it just makes sense to hunt humans for sport. Word. <laughs> <laughs> the world's most dangerous game. Yeah. And, you know, they, they, uh, if you watch Alien vs. Predator, they use the xenomorphs and the humans to create the most deadly prey. That's isn't there become a, a man. Isn't there a new Predator movie coming out? Uh, yeah, The Predator. And I, two things. Number one, I'm, I'm disappointed because of the trailer looked really bad, but Shane Black wrote it. He's the one who redid the script for the original Predator, was in it. He wrote Lethal Weapon. He wrote The Monster Squad. I mean, this dude, yeah, like he's kind of like my hero. If he was an alien, I'd probably pick him. But since he's not, I'm picking Predator. I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> that was actually a good one, see, but while we're on favorite aliens that are, let's say, bad, bad guys, uh, how about the arachnids and starship troopers? Yeah, yeah, not the Yetcha. Which are the actual name of the Predator. You're welcome. Oh, thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> he looked at me like you're disappointed I do that. I mean, like the nerddom in here just went from uh, interesting, let's call it a nine, to Which is know, funny 173, I, and I need to walk away. I didn't even know you were going to ask what our favorite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you didn't. No. It's, I, I can verify that. I did not tell him I was going to ask. So, so, yeah. What I like about the arachnids is the that bug they're- Bug hunting. They're, well, yes. Bug hunting would be fun. But there's more than one type of them. There's the digger bugs and the brain bug. And I was just going to say, you know, the, the brain bug, not no match for Doogie Hauser, but a brain bug nonetheless. But let's be honest, who would be? You know what? I'd like to see a crossover with House and Doogie Hauser. Oh, that'd be but, fun. But it's porn. <laughs> you lost me. You lost me. I was there with you. I was there with you. And, and then you lost me. Uh, one other, one other bad guy, uh, complete bad guy, mm -hmm. the Borg. Yeah. I, they're not as fun as some, but they are scary, you know, and nonetheless, because of their just, non-ceasing they don't care if they die they don't care if anything they're they're drones they're also they're also very progressive they they will take on any alien life form That's to be a true. part of their group bring it on over resistance is in fact futile if i i think if we had to pick good ones uh one of my favorites starman the, the oh, guy yeah, i really yeah, like yeah. you know and he was here to um i haven't seen that movie gosh probably since it came out one of the great things i liked about it is through the whole movie you don't really find out a lot about him he's got these little balls and they can do like <laughs> that's magic. more than i knew he had like nine little um like they look like marbles and each oh can... you mean the little metal balls i thought you were going down <laughs> a different path no 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 and you don't find out a ton until at the end finally um they're surrounded and one of the guys the scientist comes in to talk to him and he's like have you been here before? And they're like, yeah, a long time ago. And you're like, oh, wow. And he's like, why? Why are you here? And he and he kind of says like, and I'm paraphrasing because I haven't seen it in years, but he's like, this planet is so far out of the way and so different than all other life in the known universe. And he goes, and believe me, there's a lot of it, you know, that it's astounding that, A, you've even got here and B, you don't make sense. Like you fight, you, you, you war, you do all the things, you're not advanced. But then you find the thing that we like is you're at your best when you're at your worst. So we like to like study you and find out why. That was kind of cool. And know? that was, that was Jeff Bridges, right? You're right. The dude himself. I can spend hours on his website. Have you ever gone to jeffbridges.com? No. It's, no. it's got all of his 
artwork, uh, a lot of his artwork, uh, photography, I should say. He's a he's an avid photographer. <laughs> Don't and go there's... to Jeff's Bridges. It's a guy who's really into making popsicle bridges. <laughs> I mean, I can get lost there too, but uh, I like to think it is my. Don't go there because it's my personal secret. Okay. He he also he also tells awesome stories about because um, w- he was a photographer even when he was doing The Big Lebowski, mm-hmm. and so like there's pictures from him on the set of all these and tells Just a bunch of nudie pics him. of Julianne Moore. He did tell a story about how he. Uh, asked if he could take a panoramic shot of all the women that he slid under in that dream sequence yeah. of like their crotches. And uh, he said he, that was the day that he didn't realize that's what they were shooting that day. And he that was the same day that he invited his wife and kid to the uh, to the set. <laughs> I just got this this smiling Jeff sliding under crotches with a camera. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He said they're like rolling him through on a skateboard and he's really doing it, taking like this yeah. panoramic shot. And he had asked the women beforehand if it'd be OK if he took the shot which is an odd question yeah but uh, hey can i take a shot of your pubic area yeah uh and so wh- and he noticed the first one had a big um there's no other way to say it pubic bush standing out of the side of her, her oh, wow. uh, of her garment and he's like well that's weird then he got to the second one and an even bigger they all did it on purpose they had gone they? to makeup and oh, had him hilarious. put put the like put that on that merkins there. yeah essentially merkins right <laughs> uh while we're on good ones i i got to throw in my my hat in the ring for the mr poopy butthole species yes uh, from uh, rick and morty rick and morty some now some people think that it's that it's that uh that 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 a parasitic yeah. species oh no it, oh no, no. Because when you I can't help when, you. All your memories of me are exactly. happy. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks a lot. And then Beth shoots him in the stomach. And at the end, well, I'm getting better slowly. Slowly. <laughs> <laughs> he's like got a he's got a cane or a crutch or whatever. <laughs> I was going to mention the uh, the bird people species, but I is bird person dead? I don't know. Bird person is a phoenix person now. He came back or a cyborg or something. And I don't remember if that was in the show or if that was in previews he's alive oh he's alive good good i'm glad to hear it uh also on the good side let's not forget our favorite mel Mackian, alf gordon shumway if you're nasty before you get up for that final snack i want you to know i've got your cat Ah! in the basement at our bar on the wall i have cooking with alf which i think was from um i think it was from burger king years ago in the 80s and it's like a puppet and it's alf and he has a chef's hat and a and an apron on (laughs) <laughs> I, I, as many times as I've been in your basement, that's a weird statement. If you haven't seen his basement, <laughs> as many times as I've been in your basement, I've never noticed. Uh, oh, really? I never noticed. I just that, moved yeah. it. Actually, it was hanging off one of the signs, and now it's like on the. Yeah, I'll show it to you. Cool. It's uh, interesting. Uh, now I, I want to at least give one shout out to video games. I, the one that comes to mind for me. Did you ever play the Odd World series? Yeah, Abe's Exodus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, yeah. Uh, uh, the Abe's Odyssey. I forget, the 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 Mudikins. I think is how they they say it. Uh, it. It's a whole. There's a whole lot of different um, species. Oh yeah, that, yeah. I was know. talking about what Abe is. Abe is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but those were fun. Like weird powers. Well, I mean, if sound we're gonna, weird. If we're going to talk video games, huge shout out to my orcs in Orgrimmar from World of Warcraft. I mean, that's an alien species. They're, hell, you go from a few different planets now when you play play that game if nerddom was at 117 before no no that's not much though i tell you what 
I tell you what, I'm not saying playing the game is. I'm saying like reciting the history of each race. I is. won a contest years ago, and I have so I, I and that's how you got this podcast. My main was an orc hunter, and I got a statue Blizzard made me, and it is my hunter in his gear, and it's in like this glass dome, and it's in the office. I don't know if you've ever seen that either. I have it's not. Got, it's got my name across the bottom. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> is it like in a, a little shrine? Well, it's surrounded burning. by a bunch of of. Uh, Pop figures, you know, the Funko Pops and stuff. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not, I, I gotta tell you, with all the, with all of the aliens that we talked about, I can't believe you didn't mention the Maltusians. That's like your jam. The guardians of the universe. Yes. The guardians of the universe. Better not, known as. not the galaxy. <laughs> the universe. The universe. Those oh, my blue God. skinned, big headed bastards. Yeah. I mean, you know, or I gotta go, you know, one of my favorites out there, Thal Sinestro. You know, he's a, He's misunderstood. Yeah, he kills a lot of people, but for the greater good. Uh, it sounds like Thanos. Yeah, how about that? Except for, you know, he's a little bit nicer, maybe? Or or not nice. I don't know. It depends how you look at it. Well, you mentioned the Guardians of the Galaxy. The other cool one from the Guardians of the Galaxy were the Kree. Well, there's the Kree. There's the Scroll, There's the Shi'ar Empire. I mean, Marvel's got tons of awesome different species out there, you know? So Yeah, wasn't that... Um... That one guy in Guardians of the Galaxy, the movie, was a Cree, right? Ronan the Accuser, yeah, he wanted to bring a thousand years of Cree justice on the uh, Xandar. Z- yeah, Xandar, that's what he wanted to do, yeah. And burn it to the ground! <laughs> but Nation, those are the fictitious quote-unquote alien species out there. We are going to tell you about the real alien 100 percent real there's books on these guys there are youtube videos ad nauseum on each of these things but i'll tell you what it's mostly a guy in his basement just telling you about them or uh uh seabot's voice (laughs) because a lot of (laughs) these they uh the venusians are a yeah like it's just like the same four or five lines done different ways uh so you know it's real that's what we're getting at you know, you know, if you hadn't gone cheap with his voice, we wouldn't find. I was, I was going into a parking garage not long ago, and in Seabot's voice, it said, "Take a ticket for your parking." Did you look or in your rearview mirror into your back seat? I'm like, "What is he here with me?" <laughs> and it goes, "Please take a ticket." <laughs> like, what? <laughs> you know that wasn't me because I would have never let you out. Yeah, that, that actually makes I, sense. I believe that. I believe that. <laughs> Please take a ticket and a sip of this. Wait, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what the hell is out there is kind of what the, the I guess, the purpose of this episode. We do a lot of talking in all of these these shows that we do about, you know, alien races and things like that. So we wanted to have a fun one just where we sit down and we just name some of the the heavy hitters out there. Like, not just the heavy hitters, though. Some of the, the ones that maybe you've heard of, maybe the not. The fringe. But, but you're probably going to hear about them as we keep doing this show. You know, the because aliens are real, damn it, as we said, and these ones has to be. You know, we've talked in the past about a lot of them. Think of Project Serpo and when Bob Lazar was talking about different aliens. We talked Travis Walton and his view of different aliens, the Greys and the Nordics and things like this. We've had a lot of different uh, ones. The Hollow Earth. Barty and Betty Hill, uh, Hollow Earth, Hollow Moon, everything. I mean, you know, there's just so much. Even the, the people that were doing on Project Stargate well, remote viewing saw aliens, they you did. know? They so did. didn't we didn't we decide though that the aliens that were um talking to Barney and Betty Hill 
were actually just Nazis or from the Galactic Empire. I mean, they were Nazis from the Galactic Empire. Dun, 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 yeah. dun, dun, dun. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, I get it. I get it. So let, let's get to know him. Here's a quote, and this is a quote that people tout a lot. And I'm going to say the quote, and then I'm going to tell you why people love to use it. The quote is, at least four different alien races have been visiting Earth for thousands of years. That's a hell of a statement. Guess who said it? Former Canadian Defense Minister Paul Hellyer. It's not Randy who works at 7-Eleven and, you know, you buy pot from. I expect him to say that. <laughs> Hellyer is one of these guys that he got out of the the government and then just goes, I've seen some shit, man. Now, he hasn't seen these aliens, but he says that he's been privy to a lot of things. And it's coming from Canada, so you just kind of, you know, believe it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're not allowed. Everyone's tru truthful and nice in Canada. It's so, yeah. true. It, they once had someone run a red light in 1973, but it turns out they were working on the light and it wasn't their fault, but um, it made national news. <laughs> and they almost executed him. <laughs> almost. <laughs> Due to Canadian law. They have some weird laws. Yeah. Um, so, so Brent, let's let's talk through the the heavy hitters first. Yeah, heavy hitters are the ones that you're going to hear you probably have heard on here and uh these are the ones that when people go I saw an alien, these are the usually usually the ones they come up with and you can't start a list off without going with the grays, John. Heck, we've already done an entire episode on them. Yeah, well, guess what? Here's another one. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know they they're gray-skinned humanoids. Usually three to four feet tall. Now, that is, I say usually, because a lot of people say that the small ones are the drones, but there's some tall ones, and they're the, the leaders. They're the ones that are really pulling the they strings. They have clever names like tall grays and short grays. Yeah, yeah, that distinction there. They got black almond-shaped eyes, uh, nostrils without a nose, just slits, slits for a mouth, no ears, and three to four fingers, including a thumb, so smaller hands than us. And they've been the center of quite a few alleged alien contact uh, over the years. Guess where they come from? Zeta Reticuli. The one and only. Yeah. Binary star system. Barney and Betty Hill. She saw the freaking star maps from them, you know. Travis Walton, when he was up in the... The ship, the first being, quote unquote, that he saw was a gray. Now, he later said he wonders if that was some sort of like contamination suit or not. Either way, when you think alien, you think these grays, you know, movie Paul, you know, think of all that. Yeah. yeah our logo. R right. Hank. <laughs> That's that is a gray. If you want more detail on the grays, just go to our RSS feed and listen to our episode on them. Yeah, there you we go. did an hour on it. Yeah. So here's the next one. And it's it's an offshoot of the grays. It's also an offshoot of us hybrids. And you actually get much, much better fuel efficiency yeah, with these. A lot better gas mileage with a hybrid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the thing about these hybrids are these grays they are coming to Earth. They're stealing our seed. They're using the wombs from our women. Slide them in, slide them in, let them bake now. Slide them in, slide them out, easy bake. Wow! <laughs> Going back from our episode, she's the one who's had like countless children with gray aliens and, and, um, they're playing God, essentially. And what it is, is they want a species with the physical and mental abilities of both races, because physically we are superior to them. Mentally, supposedly they are. I said supposedly. <laughs> they are vastly <laughs> you dumb bastard. Many people think that hybrids, once they are to full fruition, are then put into places of power. Mark Zuckerberg, for instance, with. <laughs> 
well, he's something. Hybrid. I don't know if he's a hybrid, but he's something. Uh, so he actually just heard us say that, by the way. <laughs> Speaking of hybrids, when I moved to Chicagoland, Lisa and I, um, there's a lot of Mufang meetup groups. We go to our first one. I'm like, I'm excited. I'm like, yeah, it's in this conference area, and there's there's a lot of people there. And it starts off weird, you know, with people like, no, it starts off like, you felt the energy. Who feels it? Who feels the Tim? Oh, I felt it. You know, so I'm like, whatever, you know. So then they have a presenter. Sounds like our cult episode. They have a presenter, and it's this woman. I bet she's 75 to 80 years old. She's an older lady, white haired. And she goes on to talk about the hybrids and how they're doing the program, doing things. But here is where it went off the rails, and least I walked out. Because <laughs> it's it's still on the rails. She says, the problem with the thing that they do is they like to disguise themselves as people that you know so that you feel comfortable around them. So a lot of times they will disguise, say you're a little girl, they'll disguise themselves as your uncle or father, and it's really sad that so many people go to prison for molestation when really it was just aliens doing it. So you, if you have someone that comes to you and says – uncle so-and-so raped me you really really need to think would he do this or could this been the work of aliens now has that been tested in a court of law it was <laughs> it was tested in a court of brent and it failed and, and lisa and i stood up front row walked out I, I was just like good uh, for you i mean that's and, disgusting obviously yeah. that's... like like and what set that off for me too is people have like notepads like, oh mm-hmm, yep Yep, yep. And she was talking previously about that, like all these uh, graphic sexual things with with aliens. And I was just like, wow, I did not talk about going zero to 60. (laughs) And that's just like we talked about on our cults episode. That's the problem with believing everything. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden you start to forgive the horribleness of of the human condition sometimes. Moving on from that horrible, horrible experience. The next one. And this is the one that. If you're in the 1950s and things, this is probably what you remembered. Little green men. They're from Mars. Yeah, well, they're, they're just, they're diminutive green humanoids, even though few, very few abduction or anal probe cases have referred to, to green skinned. No report has ever involved anything that would fit the classical stereotype of little green men, meaning it's more just a Hollywood thing. Now, I'm not as familiar with little green men as, as far as that. It being an actual alien race. I am. I can't do I can't do the uh, Marvin the Martian. <laughs> Marvin the Martian. Um, in the the lore that is a real little green man or just a green man, are they supposed to have come from Mars? I mean, that was the thought. I mean, look at back look, in the day it was. Now, what I'm saying, and this is the funny thing, a lot of people will will throw those in and that's why we're doing it. But even when you look at the quote unquote real cases, though some grays have had the greenish tinted skin mm-hmm. a lot of reptilians they say have green skin <laughs> they were just the, air sick the quote unquote little green men there's never been a real abduction case anal probe case anything where they go yeah it's a little green man. i love how you use the term real there like these other ones they're legit but well, these but you know what people come forward you know the one no they, i know i'm just forward. giving you trouble you know. uh well, I, the only one i can think of is the martian manhunter well, I mean, yeah, and he can look however he likes. So, but know, inherently, the, the Martians that he is a member of are green skinned or or white too. But the, oh, white, the white ones are bad. White, no, the white ones weren't bad per se. The white ones were. Um, well, they just enjoyed chaos. They were slaves. They were treated poorly by the green, and so they they wore a lot. And Miss Martian, his niece, she is a white Martian, but she 
Why she makes that? herself look green so that people don't. Fear. They also look like monsters, where he looks more like a uh, you know a humanoid. Right, right, right. But they were unfortunately kept as slaves and stuff like. that. I wasn't aware sad, of that. I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, just Let's, keep matches on you. You'll be fine. Well, they don't like fire. They don't. Okay, good. While we are wasting your time talking about a fake alien race there, let's get back to one that is green yep. and is real. Ah, the Alpha Draconians. What do they call John? Reptile wins. Yep. yep, the reptilians. Yeah, like so ad nauseum you've heard us talk about this. Tall, scaly humanoids. They can change in size. Some of them are, are our size. Some of them are 25 feet. Some of them have wings. Some of them don't. Some of them have tails. Some of them don't. Some live in the hollow moon. Some live in the hollow earth. Yep, some, some say that they were pre-humans or on actually, Earth. Actually, not the hollow earth. I'm sorry. They live in tunnels under the earth. Well, or maybe the hollow earth. Maybe they're warring with the other Nordics. races that we'll, we'll get oh, into. Oh, sorry. I, spoiler alert. Ah, and guess what they like from us? Adrenochrome. They love, they're just druggies. Well, I, and I mean, we all know the only reason we have the third eye, the pineal gland, is so that we can feed our reptilian lords. Yeah, yeah they, they, they bred it. They bred it out of us, put it into us. Works better. Guess what they really like? Scared children. Love to, if you, if you read online, get them really scared, rape them, then eat them. What a wonderful, wonderful uh, thought process. Like we were that saying, is. it's a light episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, they, the the idea of these reptilians was popularized by none other than our our good friend David Icke. He pulled the wolf from our sheeple eyes. Yeah, he claimed um, that you know shape shifting reptilian aliens control Earth by taking on human form and gaining political power to manipulate human society. And he, he's thanks also, Obama. Yeah, Icke's also claimed on multiple occasions that many of the world's leaders are or have been possessed by. These reptilians, and you cannot jump on Facebook and be in the groups that I'm in anymore without seeing those so and so caught shape shifting, so and so caught doing that, and they'll have like uh, a one reptilian eye or a tongue hanging out, you know, to the side. And you're like, man, it, and they always fall in two groups: politicians or world leaders, mm -hmm. or younger pop stars. Yeah, it's always like Avril Lavigne and Beyonce. <laughs> Admiral, date, date yourself, why don't you? Uh, I, she's been in the news. What are you talking about? When she, she's dating a billionaire, and she she this was is replaced. her replicant. Yeah, she was replaced. I mean, her replicant is a reptilian, John. Oh, you know, if okay. you read my quarterly newsletter, <laughs> I subscribe to his whole back catalog. See, he gets it. He, he gets it. He also prints it. That's why you have to tear. He, I literally you guys tear the perforations off the side. It's fun. <laughs> he literally produces it for you. The uh, I know I've seen Katy Perry as a reptilian. Justin Bieber. These videos that they show the eyes showing their true form the, are so good. The only one that I get behind is Zuckerberg. It just makes sense. It does. It just there was like well, no. You said he was a hybrid. Well, I hey, who knows. Let's not let's not pigeonhole him. It's we like, don't pretend mm, to be truth sayers on this. Thank you for this human show. water. I mean Your water. water. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the other thing about reptilians is they know no political boundaries. Uh, Obama was a reptilian, but also the Bush family are reptilians. Yeah, and 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 Hillary, and I'm sure Reagan and everyone. Oh else. yeah, I mean, but that's in power, and that's why that's why Trump wanted to drain the swamp. Yeah, because we all know reptiles live in swamps. Everyone knows he was killed on October 4th of last year, replaced by his own replicant, and they're just stirring the pot, <laughs> <laughs> grabbing by the pussy. <laughs> all right, the next one, John. You, you kind of gave a uh, a little teaser for it. the Nordics. The Nordics are these humanoids, the stereotypical Nordic features, tall, blonde hair, blue eyes. 
Uh, and they've been featured in several cases of contact. And, and the big thing about them is people say they're spiritual and highly evolved, so they must do yoga. Absolutely. I think, I, I think I that's think what they're saying. The question is, are they doing that hot yoga? Berkram, Berkram yoga? They do hot yoga with goats in the room. Have you seen that? That's a new one, too. And so when you're doing it, they jump on you because baby goats jump on and off things. So it helps you with your core strength. I have not seen that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I just. All I would envision is this goat jumping on me and then taking a massive dump. Well, that's that's called aligning your chakras. <laughs> you pay extra for yeah. that. Supposedly, there's a lot of different stories here, but it's said they're from ancient Earth, uh, but they presented themselves as ETs in the past. So, the- oh, so they're from Thea. Well, tr- true, pre-colliding, uh, you know, and the thing is. They, they presented themselves as extraterrestrials just to, you know, it was easier for us to understand because it doesn't go against the whole biblical things and makes it easier for people to swallow. And they moved from living in the surface to living underground around the Himalayas after a natural event caused a catastrophe. Now, they're Nazi lovers, and a lot of people also refer to them as Aryans. A lot of people tell you that's a separate race. A lot of people tell you it's the same did that change happen when they moved into the hollow earth? Because that's where they live now. Right, right. If you take your altimeter, which you must have with you and it must be functioning, and you go into the hollow earth, you will find Nordics there along with dinosaurs You'll and find Nazis. You'll find something. 10,000 feet mastodons, you know. Mm. We're having a, you know, having a cookout. <laughs> Come on. The other one that I think is we're talking about the heavy hitters. This would be one of the last heavy hitters, but also one that even if you don't buy into any of this stuff, you've probably heard this word before, Anunnaki. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because not only does it play into this type of lore, but it also plays into ancient Egyptian lore. Yeah, no, yeah. So the Anunnaki is this group of deities that appear in the mythological traditions of ancient Sumerians, Akkadians, Assyrians, Babylonians, whole lot of Ians. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, like they're all over the place, but they were their deities. And what I mean by that is they were the ones that they worshiped. Now, this isn't, you know, hearsay. They they really did. Tell me if I'm wrong about this. But in some of the ancient hieroglyphics and writings of ancient mm. uh, Egyptians, they show these l- large gods or lords uh, that have that are so much bigger than everyone else. And they have those big dog heads. Some of them do. It, is it, that supposed to be an Anunnaki? So. A lot of them say they're different gods. So, you know, uh, they had names and a lot of people say yes and a lot of people will say no. And when you look at it, the problem is there's such inconsistencies and contradictions between what this person or this group says and what that group says, what they really were. And like in early Sumerian writings, uh, which comes from the post-Akkadian period, the Anunnaki were the most powerful deities in the pantheon, descendants of on the god of the heavens and their primary function is to decree the fates of humanity then you get like the other races who look at them as spacefaring people that just came and helped them out and less of gods and more of visitors but they're shepherding us here's the thing right yes and uh, they're, they're shepherding us to what they think our future should be i'm trying real hard to be the shepherd thanks Seabot. yeah Here's the thing. Heaven, it's space. That's oh, what they're getting okay. at. You know? cool. uh, they're tall. Uh, seven really foot. cold in heaven. It's true. Around seven feet tall, 
are the short ones. And like you said, this is what, you know, like when they show hieroglyphs and stuff, these guys are like, some of them are gigantic, even cave paintings. People are like, they'll painted bowing to like these 20 feet tall things. And people go, well, they only painted, you know, what they thought about. What if that really happened in one way or another? You know, every once in a while, maybe Ted just wasn't good writing and drawing, but uh, <laughs> I mean, Unga Ted or whatever his name would be. His his spatial recognition yeah. is a little off. Now, sometimes they're referred to as the black-headed people uh, a lot because they say that their hair is black, pale skin. There's got to be a better way to say that. Uh, they had they had real really nasty acne. The black-headed people, <laughs> <laughs> uh, pale, tall dark hair all over the world they kind of worship these people but we know that all of this extra stuff about the ancient egyptians and sumerians and all that is just bullshit Mm -hmm. because we all know that they are actually taking a joyride on nibiru right now and will be back around they're coming and the next well i mean it was supposed to happen last year and the year before and the year before that, but it's coming they soon They broke enough. down Uranus. Right. But so, you know, they're doing some repairs. <laughs> right. But they'll be here right in Nibiru yeah. and, and, uh, to, to just fix your, what they started. Keep your ear to the ground on, on, you know, crazy fuckhead monthly. <laughs> and I'm sure they'll throw out five or six new dates. You do celebrate the, that whole catalog. They, they, they'll throw out five or six new dates, uh, this year that the world's good in. One of them will be right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if you throw out enough dates. Yeah. You, I mean, a, a broken clock is wrong twice a day. Yeah, exactly. John, or, at a, a, I mean, a broken clock is right twice a day. Yeah. John at a bar when he was single. You know, if you ask enough women, one of them won't slap you. That's just the way it goes. It's a numbers game. That's right. So that's it. That's all that's out there. That's all the aliens, right, John? No. <laughs> that's just the tip of the iceberg. There's so many more that have been here and the past are here now. We're going to go to break, but when we come back, we're going to knock your Aunt Connie's socks off with way more aliens right here on Hysteria 51. Hola, David. Me amo Brent. Bonjour, uh, Brent. Je m'appelle David. You didn't do Spanish. I thought if we were going to do this together, we'd do the same language. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's uh, That's on brand for us. I, that, I I just thought romance languages was yeah. the key. Everything I say is romantic, and that is thanks to Rosetta Stone. <laughs> you guys, we, we've been touting these things forever. We love Rosetta Stone, and we actually are users. David, you've really been using it even for longer than I. What's your experience been like? Oh, it's been great. The thing is, uh, you really get to learn how to speak and think in that language with it, so... It's very high on pronunciation, too, so <laughs> you can, you know, learn how to speak. And, you know, our show is all about proper pronunciation. <laughs> In that pronunciation. Yeah, that's right. But it's it, they design it for long-term retention, you know. It, and, yeah. Uh, if you don't get the pronunciation right, you, you say it until you do, and then, you know, that, that just seeps into your head. Well, and that's why, you know, this has been trusted by experts for 30 years, and there's over 25 different languages that you can learn, and people, millions and millions of users use it because, like you said, it does seep in, and you're using it with, you know, you get speech recognition, and mm-hmm. it, it hears you. You get to use, like, the built-in true accent features that gives you this pronunciation, which is super convenient, and you can do it at your own time. And I don't know if you can know this, but I'm all about value, and you get a one-time purchase, 25 languages. If I learned all 25 languages, I'd be so confused. Or really cool. 
I'd go in and out. But you'd be real marketable. But literally, though, this is something that we use, and we have both of us have given the seal of approval because we wanted to do this long term, and uh, it's something that uh, it works. You know, and we don't yeah. we don't do long term um, stuff like this. And this is this is the one that we've chosen, and we love it. So, all you guys got to do don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now, as we've told you a thousand times, and it's always now. Right now, get now. started. For Larry, limited time, his Air 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. How much? 50%. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your unnatural life. Wow. Redeem, redeem, redeem. How do they do it? Rashate, you're 50% off. (laughs) Rashate. (laughs) Redeem it. 50% 50% off rosettastone.com slash today. Do it today. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when Brent and I heard that for a limited time, all Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, we thought, man, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Brent is trying to plan right now and says that it works like a charm from Chicago to Nashville as he makes his big old move. Mint Mobile is working for him. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. So ditch the overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash hysteria. That's mintmobile, M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash hysteria, H-Y-S-T-E-R-I-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash hysteria. $45 upfront payment required. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Unwanted family guests are like fish. They start to stink after three days. So what's the best mattress for them this holiday season? Definitely not a nectar. Then they'll never leave. Flip those fish your old mattress and put your human body on a nectar. Prices start at just $499, and you get $399 in accessories thrown in, a 365-night home trial, and a forever warranty. A fresher deal than your mackerelly mother-in-law, right? Go to Nectarsleep.com today. We should. But the question before that: What do reptilians eat? Not just adrenochrome, because that's their end. But like, what? What? Like, when, you know why when they, they took Jello to pudding eat? pops off the market? We were buying too many. That's all they eat. Otherwise, I thought they took them off the market because Bill Cosby was a rapist. <laughs> no, they I mean, uh, you know. Back in the day, we didn't know he was a rapist. And I can say that officially and not be sued. He is a, uh, a, he's a convicted. convicted rapist. And then he's like, you motherfucker. And it was like screaming profanities. And they're like, oh, that's the real. 
Bill Cosby, Cliff Huxtable. Yeah. I can't do it, but I like to just think he was like, I like to think he was like getting all hot and sweaty in his Cosby sweater, sitting there getting charged with fucking rape because he's a monster. You know, after he's been in jail for a few years, those are going to start appearing on eBay. (laughs) (laughs) Really worn by Cosby. Yeah. Yeah. So not, not worn by Cosby, but just as handsome and another fucking race. One of our very good friends was one of them, the Venusians, Valiant Thor. Valiant Thor. When I say our friend, I mean Earth, Earth's friend. Right, and and I think Valiant Thor is kind of the the image of what an alien should be. Just slightly off kilter, little purple, but he can pass. Really good looking. Hey, Fits into a suit well. Such a handsome devil, and can control your mind and make you do whatever the fuck he wants beyond your own will. That just makes sense to me. Hell yes, brother. <laughs> <laughs> also can walk through walls. Right, right. Yeah, um, so, yeah, it, but but really filled out a suit. I mean, I think, let, let's just start and stop there. Yeah. I mean, he's a sharp-dressed man. He can walk on water when it freezes. He can cure a cripple with a prosthesis. I mean, this guy had it going on. <laughs> see what you did there. <laughs> so Valiant Thor uh, came to us in the 50s, I believe. And he wanted to help not only the human race uh, advance, but he also wanted to end, you know, uh, world hunger, world disease. He had a lot of solutions. For and us. he said, take me the president. Let's talk. And the U.S. president promptly said, pass. Oh, uh, no, he didn't say pa-. he said that uh, oh, all that all that food and medicine and make and, you know, curing yeah. disease. That's all great. Let's talk about your guns. Yeah, let's let's what talk about weapons. weapons. You don't understand. I've literally got a package that will cure the earth. Yeah, 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 yeah. What about ray guns? You got any of that shit? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to. Finally, he goes deuces. I'm out of here. Disappears. Allegedly, he might still be on earth. He might not. His his job wasn't done. He was here to help us. We still need that help. So, hey, Val, if you're out there, big Val Boski, so we he, can use your help. He rebranded. Yeah. Uh, he, he took on a different visage. And his name is now Richard Simmons, and he helps he helps America one pound at a time. And guess what? He disappeared just like Valiant Thor. <laughs> I know because he's re, he's he's rebranding again. He's going to come back in, yeah, in yet another be, helpful form. Yeah, uh, Tina the lunch lady who always gives you an extra bit of sloppy Joe. I mean, that's really <laughs> what we. I know how you kids like extra sloppy. Extra sloppy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another one that every once in a while you, you'll see people talking about insectoids. Think of. Zorak, yes. <laughs> if you ever watched the Brack show or if you watch Space Coast Coast to Coast, uh, Zorak was his musical piano guy. Yes. And on Brack, he was just the shithead down the street. <laughs> I mean, that was back when Adult Swim was just killing it. Oh, I know. Every show that came out. I don't out. think my mom wants me drinking beers. <laughs> That's why we're going to do it. <laughs> uh, these people are known to these insectoids. They wear robes, usually purple robes. And might I add, purple, the color of royalty. That's interesting. You know that, right? Purple's the color of royalty? I did know that. That's uh, No markings on them, just plain purple robes. Isn't that why Heaven's Gate decided on purple to make over their, their heads? Yeah, right to make their yeah. uh, transition but to black jumpsuits, black Nikes, purple over the head, not crown bags. Not- <laughs> <laughs> so the insectoids, though they, um, what else are they wearing? They're, they're wearing these robes. What's on under the robes? Uh, well, they they have a 
insect body. I mean, that's all we know. We, oh, they don't need to wear anything else because they have an exoskeleton. Yeah. Or in the 80s, if you had the insectoids, the, the toys like I had, they rode on flies. And if you pushed a button, the wings did. They wings flopped and they had uh, antenna for heads. Do you have any of those toys? I didn't. Yeah. No. Oh, they're awesome. And they had the flies that they rode on, like think of Battle Cat, but as a fly. Had like hairs on them and stuff. It was awesome. I had a, what, I had a few what, of them. What series was that from? Sectars. They were insectoids, but, uh, they had little, um, like their heads had antenna and they, they came with little other insect, but yeah, sectars, not insectoids, but, uh, I feel like I missed out. I'm going to go buy some now. Yeah. They were, they were awesome. They honey, were honey, honey, the toy shelf. It's getting bigger. Yeah. Right. Let me look in if I can find here real quick. There, here, I had this. I had that for, for all you for all you listening at home. I'm showing had, him. He had that. It is a giant, hairy, spider-looking thing with wings, and it rides it. How awesome! I'm gonna post a picture in Hysteria Nation. You'll all love it. It is awesome. And and mark my words, Brent will own this toy again by <laughs> Thursday. <laughs> mark mark my wife's tears. <laughs> I will own this again. So, not to be outdone by the insectoids and sectars, we got the Andromedans. Guess where they're from, John? Guess. Uh, uh, Zeta Reticuli? Uh, damn it! Yeah, close. Andromeda. They want to guide us and protect us, as opposed to the other ones who want to eat us and, you know, destroy us. They're light beings, advanced spirituality. So this is the one I'm not familiar with at all. I mean, I, I'm familiar with Andromeda. Yeah. I, I'm not familiar with so the, the stories of these particular aliens. If you practice Kung Fu and you were in... New York in the 80s, and you got to the highest power, a glow would encompass your body. No, wait, no, that's the last dragon. That's the last, yeah. Sorry. You're, you're Sorry. close. You're close. But he possessed the power of the glow. Show enough. <laughs> yeah. Am I the meanest? Am I the prettiest? Show enough. <laughs> Am I the baddest mofo low down around this town? Now, the Andromedans, they're, they're light. They, they, they advance so much that they no longer need bodies. But sometimes oh, nice. when they come to us... They're in a form of like a human. That makes it so much easier to body. sleep into, uh, to sneak into the girl's locker room. Yeah. When you're literally just light. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is it really bright in here? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. What was that? <laughs> so the next, the Cetians, C E T I A N S. These guys, check this out. They're nine to 12 feet tall. They're from Cetus, and they're members of the Galactic Federation of Light. Now, if that sounds hokey and stupid, you're in luck. It is. <laughs> <laughs> what the uh, hell is the Galactic Federation of Light? And how do I take it over? I like where it's at. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I had to look that up because a couple of these races that you find, they say that they're members of the Galactic Federation of Light. Well, they have a Facebook page. <laughs> As any good alien race would, would or what? alien organization would have. That's great. And and does a Seton run the uh, Facebook page? Of course it does. Oh, John, great. John, why don't you give us a breakdown of what the Galactic Federation of Light is all about? Uh, the Galactic Federation of Light was founded over 4.5 million years ago. It, it's there to prevent interdimensional dark forces from dominating and exploiting the galaxy. So in other words, Seabot, you're a little out of luck. Horse shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say you could just pretend to be nice, but you I've never seen you actually able to do that. Whatever. I do what I want. Okay. At present, there are just over 200,000 member star nations, Ooh. confederations, or unions. Approximately 40% are humanoids, and the rest are varied forms of sentient beings. Mm -hmm. Most members of the Galactic Federation are fully conscious beings. The rest, 
They're just globuloids that yeah. haven't haven't really gotten out of the they're ears. Like, they're like space cucumbers. Yes. That's what yes. we'll call them. Yeah. Uh, I'm Space Cucumber Rick! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. The purpose, the purpose is to foster goodwill and understanding of the star nations that are answering the call of Earth's spiritual hierarchy to assist us in ascension and transformation. So this whole thing is here for us. Never mind. Pass. <laughs> Why? They sound like pussies. <laughs> yeah, that to me that sounds like you know you go rent a video game and you open up the catalog. Yeah, uh, and it gives you the, the first page. This is back in the day. I guess they don't really have catalogs in them anymore. But back in the day, you open it up and the first page has a description of the story that goes with yeah, it. Yeah, and That's then this crap sounds. And then like. and then each one you you turn in your Zelda pamphlet and it tells you all the different guys. Right. The, the snake rope. <laughs> you know, so and it's funny if you're if you're reading all these things that like I did, you're looking them up and you're listening to this, you realize they all have a stake in Earth. Like we're some backwater planet that they all just want to come and like help take control of. Like why? We have delusions of grandeur. Oh, seriously, it's like heliocentrism almost, but uh, but but the entire universe. It's like I I like to think of it this way though. Let's say that tomorrow we get faster than light travel and someone comes forward <laughs> you think we don't already have it <laughs> someone comes forward literally though and says we want you to be a member of the for lack of a better term united federation of planets you know the first thing we're gonna do is like all right cool hey thanks for keeping the seat warm we run this now we no 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 no. we are an ancient civilization of seven billion years oh that, cool cool uh we got this <laughs> Like, you, you, we are a blight on the entire universe, I swear to God. That wouldn't surprise me. You mentioned the United Federation of Planets. It's funny. In my opinion, the world is full of stupid people. <laughs> well, meet me at the Mission of Midnight. We'll divvy up there. It sounds good. I got the pistol size. I'll keep the pesos. That seems that fair. Seems fair. Yeah. Uh, my <laughs> alias says I'm Captain Jean-Luc Picard. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. Um, anyway. The, they so- won't speak English anyway. So. <laughs> Let's go through a couple more. You know, uh, Lyrians. Guess what? This was a fun one. They're lions. They're lion-looking motherfuckers. They just look a big, big cat, and they're just observing. They like to watch. They're dirty like that. Like, mm, rawr, I like to watch. Well, you know, if they ever showed up, my wife could not hang out anywhere near. She'd be allergic. Uh, you know what? They're hypoallergenic, and oh, and, nice. and they comb themselves daily. They, so you have to worry they've about evolved it. themselves to be hypoallergenic. Yeah, keeping with the whole animal thing, we also have the blue avians, big old blue birds. Just big old birds. Peaceful ancient race that's come into our solar system inside spherical ships billions of years ago. It was one of those everyone ships always, the moon? Every, well, everyone touts that, that they were in these spherical ships, and they carry a message of peace and hope for humanity. So we have that going for us. We got, we got them. Maybe the moon, maybe these ships billions of years ago. Guess what? Here is a really good way to um, usher in a time of peace on Earth. Come show the fuck up. Come show up. And, uh, you know, maybe say, hey, let's have some peace around here. Instead of lurking in internet chat rooms. <laughs> where I can, it's the only Which I'm can... sure everyone in a backwater internet chat room that says they're a blue avian truly are. Well, I mean, 72.3% repeating, of course, is what I found as I was going through it trying to figure it out. We're looking at that all remi- these. reminds me of this meme I saw. Ab- it's, it's, it's a picture of Abraham Lincoln. 
and it says, I know this. Yeah. And it, it gives some percentage. So let's say it says the, uh, 89%, 89% of internet quotes are false. Abraham, Abraham Lincoln. Lincoln. Yep. <laughs> so we look at these, these, these few races that we've given you. And believe me, this is a tiny, tiny portion, as John can attest to, of what people say is out there visiting us. Of the ones I gave you, John, what's your favorite? That's a tough one because favorite could mean a multitude of things. Like favorite, if you look up the alien races, they will, there are visual interpretations, uh, that people have drawn. And so you can see what each of these is supposed to look like. Mm -hmm. So you can say, what's your favorite from the perspective of that looks the most badass? Yeah. To what's your favorite as far as their intention for the earth? No specific. Whatever you know, I think I'm gonna go with. I think I'm gonna go with Venusians. They're handsome. They got purple skin, and they fill out a suit. They can, they can just make people do what they want. Um, so I was gonna go with Venusians. That was my pick. Um, so now I'm gonna have to change it up. <laughs> uh, I think you know what? I think I'm gonna go with the Anunnaki because they're old, they're ancient, and people worship them. And I can get behind that. We're knocking on all cylinders today, you and me. Right, man. I think I think him and I are getting along. Like I'm That's okay. Scary. I'm okay at, you know, being at the top of a pyramid with lots of people throwing little pickles at me, you know? No, wait, that's a real genius. <laughs> that's that's but, real genius. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I'm okay with that, you know, and, and being, being real tall, he smacks him. Yeah. You know, I'm like 12 feet tall, Qu- 20 quit. feet tall, whatever. Dude, I, I know what you're doing right now. You're just covering your ass in case that, you know, the 0.01% chance that the all stories of. I, for one, welcome our new uh, overlords. <laughs> What's your least favorite? Nibiru is on the way. Yeah. What's your least favorite? Those ET motherfuckers. Oh, uh, you meant real. Sorry. I- I'd have to go with the one that was new to me, the Andromedans. Uh, yeah. I mean, what, what the hell? You're made of light? Yeah. Well, you know, they're smarter than us. Look at Cocoon. Remember the movie Cocoon? They were just light I beings. remember Steve Gutenberg. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were just, you know, light beings, and they, but they could put on human shells. I hated that movie. Oh, I liked it, and yeah. I think it held up. I watched it recently, and the sequel. Yeah. It was on Not HBO or something. Not I really, I, I enjoyed it. Hokey and weird. I don't know. I get, As I get opposed the to, you know, I get the heebie-jeebies watching it. Yeah, I think my least favorite would probably be the reptilians, just because I like my adrenochrome where it's at, and most politicians scare the crap out of me. So, see, I have a different take on the reptilians. I think most most of this is just they have really good PR right they they're not actually that tall or that strong yep. they can't overtake us and steal our adrenochrome they just are they're just reptiles right but they've got good PR and they've got us believing that they can do all this stuff <laughs> that's right that's right they're they 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 really are heavy into you know marketing <laughs> yeah themselves well so we've looked at all these together here's what we got to do Let's make up an alien race and get these bastards to, to, to take, to take over the earth. Like what alien, if you had to make one up, I mean, by the end of the month, whatever we make up right now, it, it's going to be on your photo. will have yeah. seen it. Mm-hmm. So one thing that's been in the news that I like this, I, I keep seeing this is scientists can't explain octopus. They have to be aliens from another planet. There's no way they're from earth. That is something that's always on. I know. Place. I've seen that. Yeah. So I like to think that that my alien race is going to be an octopus, but it's not carbon based. It's silicone based, and uh, it communicates with colors <laughs> because it communicates with colors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't make sense to so us. So if I take acid, I can speak. Too. Our puny brains can't understand the octopians. That uh, the octopians. Yeah. I love it. Awful. It's as good as the Cetians. <laughs> 
I'm a lion and I like to watch. So the Octopians, silicone-based octopus-looking creatures. They got eight arms. They communicate with colors. We can't understand it. And they're here for one reason and one reason only. I can't tell you. It's a secret. No. (laughs) They're here for our... What's a mindless thing that we use every day? Light brights. They're here for plastic because their planet is severely low on on you know fossil fuels needed to make plastic and the more bha the better and the reason they have infiltrated uh is that what all of our bha the the bad chemical in in i don't know yeah okay we'll go with it they they've infiltrated our petroleum byproducts companies that's why oil you know ruins everything they're the ones trying to destroy the planet so they can take all of our resources (laughs) why is that what'd you call them Octopians. Why is that Octobian stealing all the Astroglide? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know. But every time I he, he get puts, around him, I see the color yellow. He, I don't know. he puts the uh, his version of a pinky to his mouth. Yeah, yeah. Right. Guilty. <laughs> so what's yours? Oh man, I think uh, I think I'm gonna go with with something that's more more carbon based. Okay. Um, I'm talking about a species that is 100 percent made of rock oh like korg from yeah something similar to that yeah or, or you know the thing oh. although i the thing is ben grim i'm i'm thinking something a bit less shapely um oh or, just like a, a straight up rock right but is has, it has some rock limbs okay. yes yeah yeah um but here's the trick they can turn themselves into molten rock whenever they choose oh so um they're called the up. they're called the rockians uh, they're they're fav- from Philadelphia, they're fav- and they're they're favorite, r- they yes. work at a meatpacking plant. They, exactly, and they, they love to run upstairs. <laughs> uh, they will be returning, or they will be coming to Earth very, very soon in Rocktober. <laughs> wow. Uh, I was really looking for Trucktober when the Trucktopians come, but, you know, we'll, we'll let that pass by and just go to Rocktober. So, uh, yeah, keep an eye out for them soon. Man, the Rockians. I, I think we have some sounds from them. Yo, Yo, Adrian. <laughs> That's a, all they're, they're like, I am Groot, you know, but it's just, yo, Adrian. Yo, Adrian. Yo, Adrian. <laughs> the funny thing is, as we talk about all these things, you look back at all these races that they talk about are so far advanced from us. Why don't they just land a ship here, stand, you know, with a ghetto blaster over their heads? We'll come out. We'll come out, John. Um, These are the John Cusack ends? John Cusack, yeah. You know, here, I'm putting out an ultimatum. Uh Uh-oh. So many of these other species want to take over the Earth. Do it, you pussies. We're throwing out the gauntlet. I'm laying it down. You're Joe pecking them. Yeah. Do it, you pussy. When we were at the Haunted Hotel together, what was that hotel? The Congress Hotel. Thank you. When we were there, playing with the Ouija board and do this, he's just screaming, pussies! You Fuck you, demon pussy, coming to get me! What was the one's name? Uh, uh, the demon that you were supposed to be calling on. Oh, Zozo. So, yeah, uh, we were specifically trying to call on Zozo, and, yeah. and he was calling Zozo everything but a Christian. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and Zozo never showed up. No, he he got his his... His feelings hurt. So we're throwing down the gauntlet. We're saying, pussies, 
Come and take over Earth. What do you guys think? And oh, how they can they tell us, John? Well, they can hop on Hysteria Nation. Tell us what they think about the Rockians or the, the Octopusians. Octopi- Octopians. That's what I meant. Uh, <laughs> go to Facebook.com and search Hysteria Nation. That is our discussion group. If you listen to this show but you aren't in Hysteria Nation yet, you are missing out. Also, don't forget, you can also go to Facebook.com slash Hysteria51pod. That's our regular page. You can find this episode and all other episodes. Also, if you're on Twitter, everyone loves a good Twitter, at Hysteria51Pod. We're always posting something silly on there. Instagram, always posting photos. Plus, And John- we have never once been quoted in the national news media as doing anything hateful or racist. It's true. So, And we haven't been canceled yet, either. We got that going for us. <laughs> and don't forget, you can find extra episodes of this show and lots of other stuff on Patreon. Patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Slash Hysteria 51. We do Up All Nights, where we talk about everything and anything, and then Brent posts his favorite old radio classics. Yeah. Old radio dramas. They're fun. They're fun. No, or they are. They're good. Or, or whatever. Also, don't forget, you can leave a voicemail. The ads in some of them are great, I know. too. I, so, and they're so dated. It's awesome. Oh, and yeah. that's why I leave the intro in, because that's some of the best part. Oh, it is. I love that part. Uh, don't forget you can leave us a voicemail if you want to hear your voice on the show. 773-669-7277 is the phone number. Again, 773-669-7277. If you forget that or anything else, just go to Hysteria51.com. You can find everything on there. Also, tell a friend. Have them go to Hysteria51 because caring is sharing. Sharing is caring. (laughs) Caring and sharing and whatever. Um, And then last but not least, if you wouldn't mind... Leave us a rating, maybe a review. Go into iTunes, click five stars, and then type whatever your heart desires about Brent, about Seabot, <laughs> about how those two are weird together, uh, and about how much you love me. And also, if an old lady tries to tell you that when your uncle touched you, it might have just been an alien, punch her in the front butt. That yes, is the that, best that's thing the I do. best thing you can do. Twist her by the dirty pillows and give her a <laughs> knee right to the dentures, because that is acceptable when someone tries to tell you that it's okay for Uncle Fisty to come knocking. It's just, fuck you. You kicked Wolfman in the nards. Wolfman's got nards. With that said, I've been Brent. I've been John. He's been Conspiracy Bot. Stay woke, meat sacks. It was terrible. It was just terrible. I'll never get over it as long as I live. That's it for another edition of Hysteria 51. John and Brent will be back next week with yet more of the unexplained, the unexplored, and the unheard of. Oh, if it's unheard of, how will they know about it? Anyway, if you want to suggest a topic, give us your thoughts, or just make fun of Conspiracy Bot, that's my favourite. Join us in our Facebook discussion group, Hysteria Nation. Just log on to Facebook and search Hysteria Nation, or you can always tweet us at Hysteria51Pod. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint.